Welcome, 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 fair listener. We are back. This is the state championship season finale of Lake Hooplands with Brendan and Scott. I, of course, am Scott. I'm Brendan, and I'd like to introduce state champion coach of the year 6A Texas Hall of Famer, Joe Duffield. That's a long title to fit on a resume. No, i got to work on that in a little bit. But you're okay with that? I'm I'm good with it. I'm I'm super uh, appreciative and, and thankful for for everything that our team, our community did uh, down in San Antonio. What an amazing experience, and uh, so great for our community. And uh, just still kind of on cloud nine. Super excited about how everything went. We are, of course, brought to you by Tritex Cabinets. It's www.tritexcabinets.com. Thank you very much to Trey Chapman uh, for his support all season. Yeah, thanks, Trey, and it's good to know that you celebrated maybe more than anybody else on the Riverwalk in San Antonio. I like more than anybody else. It seemed like he might have been he might have been more uh, Cloud Nine than Coach Joe, but I could be wrong on that. Well, we appreciate your support, Trey. Thank you very much, Tritex Cabinets, and uh, let's discuss just the state final four real quick. DeSoto game. Brendan and I obviously did a pod in between games, so we talked a little bit about it. So, really ugly game. Lots of fouls. You know, DeSoto had three players with four fouls. Q fouled out. Samson and Jalen had four fouls each. It was just kind of messy. Um, the cool thing that I read today: um, DeSoto led the game one to zero, and that was it. Uh, Lake Islands <laughs> led that. thirty of the thirty-two minutes in that game, so fairly much controlled. You know, what did you see from a coach? Yeah, I was just super proud of our guys' effort on the defensive end first. I mean, I thought, um, especially early on in the game, we kind of knew what they were going to do, and our guys were all over it. Um, We guarded everything the way we wanted to. Um, You know, we knew they were going to try to be really physical with us. Um, They have some football players who won a state championship and great athletes. Um, But we thought we were the better basketball team. And so, um, you know, just really did a great job executing the game plan, kind of jumped on them up 16-6 to that first quarter. Uh, and then our guys just did a great job, you know, holding the lead and and even finishing out the game late as they, they kind of tried to make a big push there at the end. Um, but just, just an awesome game and both games so great to see our community and our fans really make the trip down, and, and that helped us tremendously. When we posted the podcast, I did get a couple of Instagram messages. Oh, drop the podcast at the perfect time. I'm heading down for the finals. So even yeah. people that missed Friday night's game were driving down to San Antonio for the finals on, on Saturday or flying in or you know whatever. Yeah, I had that same scenario with uh, Coach Joe's good buddy, Jacob Byers. Like, came in and was a total surprise to me so i ended up uh hanging out with him pre-game for uh at least three hours i hung out with him post game yeah man look (laughs) at you guys growing up he's very proud of you coach oh we're good friends went to church together since we were young and uh great lake highlands resident but uh just uh, just to piggyback on that i mean how awesome was it to to see the lake highlands community show up like they did I, i talking to the people working the state tournament uh, multiple people said, you know, we had the biggest crowd and biggest uh, sort of fan section of, of all the teams in any classifications. And you even had some teams that were in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so for us in our community to show up like that uh, just shows how special this place is. So we can't thank you guys and, and everybody that made the trip, everybody that supported us from back here. Uh, I know there are great groups of people at Jake's and groups of people on vacation watching the game. We just we appreciate you all. Thank you so much. I heard a group uh, showed up in Colorado Springs, commandeered the hotel's largest TV and uh, streamed the game on NFHS. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Because there were like 10 Lake Highlands families at this hotel. That's awesome. So it was great. Uh, so uh, beat DeSoto in the semifinals, get to Beaumont United. Um 36-2 and two, Beaumont United. 
They led 31-27 and a half. It was a, that was a great game. It was yeah. a really good game. Uh, Wesley Yates the third. Um, their tray, I guess. <laughs> well, there's uh, only one tray. So I know, but he's the third, and he's the third. That's right. what I'm getting at. Well, also, Trey Chapman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Washington signing. He's a dude. Yeah, I mean, he, he is strong. He gets to the basket. Brendan was marveling at his body, hey, which is weird. But I was fun. marveling at the body of that entire team. Were those not the thickest guys you've ever seen? They, they, I they, mean, they have a good, very, very good team. Lots of great athletes and good basketball players. And, and Wesley Yates is—he's special. He's going to do great things at the next level. Um, Trey, our Trey, who is of course our special guest today, uh, twenty-nine points, and most importantly, I think. Uh, n- a personal 9-0 scoring run at the end of the third quarter, beginning of fourth, that took it from a two-point deficit into a seven-point lead. And I think that was really the turning point um, of the game. You know, did was there just a conscious effort to like, okay, Trace Vianna, let's get him the ball. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I thought our kids did a really good job in halftime as we've done kind of the whole playoff run. I thought our kids just did great as we made just little adjustments, tweaks here and there, and – um, they did a great job of we, we switched a couple of things up on defense and, um, you know, they really came out in the third quarter and, and did awesome. And, yeah, Trey, you know, he heated up there at the end of the third and we definitely on the on the sideline were like, hey, we got to keep feeding him the ball and, and getting it to him. Um, and I, I know when he hit that three um, that finally put us back up 38, 37 you could just sense it that, that we were going to take control. And uh, and that's what we did. And and Trey was amazing. I mean, he we've, we've seen him do it. Uh, you know, every year he's been at Lake Highlands. Like, like, like when the when the moment gets really big, when the when the stage is is big, he he plays his best. And uh, not only on the offensive end, but yeah, defensively, him and the rest of our team did a great job on Yates and their other good guard. Uh, but just just such an awesome performance by by him and the team. Yeah, I looked at Scott and I actually sat uh, next to each other during the game, a couple rows behind. Uh, your wife and uh, we were loud. She was probably like, "God, these guys need to give it a rest." <laughs> um, but one of the the takeaways I had from Trey's uh, performance, it was I looked at Scott kind of towards the end of that third quarter, like this is Trey's moment. This yeah. is where he literally puts the team on his back, and there ain't going to be any stopping him. And of course, that ends up coming to fruition. One of the coolest plays that I remember that people may not was um, the shot he goes up for where he draws the foul, and I, th- it looked to me in the Alamo Dome, can maybe do this to your eyesight, like his hand went over the top of, of the backboard is what it looked like <laughs> to me. I mean, have you, have you, were you amazed at how high off the ground he got to, to draw that foul as he went to the rim? Because it was, it was so far up there, it was way over the rim. Yeah, they. I mean, just so many incredible plays uh, from the whole game, but especially that little run in the third and fourth quarter. Um, you know, Trey really got it going. Um, I thought Quentin and, and Jalen both made some really good plays. And, and really, uh, you know, Jair Williams and Chitty Ume took two huge charges um, kind of in that same stretch that just, just really – we just seized the momentum at that point. And uh, I think Quentin had a nice drive and dish to Samson for a dunk. And, um, you know, every, everybody contributed. And, and everybody that came in played a huge role. And, um, you know, I know how hard these kids have worked and, you know, this was the goal um, all year long and everything that we did throughout the season kind of prepared us for it and just so cool to see them, you know, finish the deal. And they did. Well, uh, Samson and Trey made the all-tournament team. Trey takes the MVP of the game. 
uh, I said at the time, uh, Samson has a uh, has a claim to this MVP trophy here in this game. And it did turn out that Samson did set the Texas 6A high school championship record for seven blocks in a game, added 10 points and 10 rebounds, was just an absolute force uh, in the middle. And, um, you know, obviously Trey's 29 and, and 8 <laughs> stack yeah. up, stack up well. But great, great game by Samson. And I will say this. Jairo Williams played the best I've seen him play all season by a mile. In the semifinal, he was awesome. In the final, he was awesome. He, I think he took like six charges. Yeah, he was outstanding. He was great. Um, As was Chitty. Uh, not to beat that drum too much, but I would like to point <laughs> out that uh, Chitty's playoff uh, minutes were escalating. As we went, but that's just, you know, he's a heck of a team player. And just the way the team just there was no doubt that they were going to win that game. I know that in your mind, you're like, we're going to win this game. It's tight. The fans are probably feeling a little jittery and nervous. But to me, there was no doubt. Did you feel that way pretty much the entire time, even even with the deficit? Yeah, I think we were confident. Um, I I think we knew that uh, if we just did a couple of things that we were supposed to do, that we were going to get going. And just what these guys have proved throughout the year and in the playoffs is – you know, we just have so many different ways to beat you. And just like you guys are talking about, you know, Trey was amazing, you know, uh, and then Samson had a great game. Q and Jalen were on top of it. Uh, Jair was unbelievable. So I just think we've talked about it all year, like the balance of this team. Like you, you can't just take one thing away. Um, and, and that showed in, in the uh, in the final game. I think uh, just, just to follow up on that, because I'm glad you mentioned that point, and I think this is great for listeners to, to understand, especially as they've got kids coming up in basketball. Let me tell you something. There's not many Trey Johnsons. In fact, uh, there are so few and far between. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, your kid's not going to be the next Trey Johnson. But your kid can be your kid can be a number of important role players on this team. And where the difference to me became in that game was the lack of depth yep. that Beaumont United had. Because when that fourth quarter came, you could see um, Wesley Yates' shots falling to yep. the right. They yep. were tailing off at the right. And you could just tell too many minutes just wears guys down. And that was sort of the depth issue there. Whereas – uh, Coach, you've built a team that can get, get out there and you can sub in so many guys that play so many crucial roles. Yeah, that that was huge for us, and you, you did see that. I think it was 15-6, to six and so, I, don't know, I think we held them to 11 or 13 points in the second half. Um, you could see they were losing their legs a little bit, and uh, really proud of our guys. And I, I, we've, we pride ourselves in our conditioning. You know, we run every practice at the end of practice. Um, Better make and, those free throws. And, yep, and, that, and that's a big thing with the free throws as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was just great to see that at the end, that, that we were the stronger team. Let's shout out our man Quentin Perkins. Um, recently signed with Tarleton State. Committed. Committed. Yep. Those are two different things. Sorry. I'd just like to point that just out. Just like your marriage. Um, <laughs> um, I think he's, he struggled a little bit offensively, uh, certainly in the Alamo Dome overall. Yeah. But he contributed in so many ways. Uh, five uh, assists, ten rebounds in the championship game. Absolutely got after it defensively, always. I mean, he's a great, great defensive player. Um but I think that I think that'll wrap it up for the old state championship. But we do no, want to talk about halftime. Yeah, halftime was pretty cool to me personally. Uh, it was the 1998 Midland High School state championship team. Uh, I was in college at the time, but the um, 
the seniors on that team were uh, sophomores when I was a senior in high school at Midland High, and their coach, Jack Stevenson, was uh, was and is a friend of mine, and I just couldn't have been more kind of proud and nostalgic he was as that team was honored. On my shoulder, he was hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, I don't know, maybe embellished there. That's, but, but that's what, cool. But what's great about it um, – well, number one, I'm looking at I'm looking at Jack Stevenson, going, "Oh my God, Joe Duffield's going to look like Jack Stevenson <laughs> in 25, 25 years." And man, yeah. that seems like more than 25 years of tread on that. Um, but it did make me think: in 25 years, yep. you're going to be out there, Mr. Johnson over here is going to be out there. It's going to be an amazing time uh, to honor that because these things are are forever. Are forever. Yes, they right. just don't happen and to commemorate such a special thing is going to be absolutely unbelievable 55 years since the last one for lake highland so all right we're going to let coach joe go for the final time all uh, right well, thank you very much for being on all season i i hope you um understand that there was no podcast when they won no state championships <laughs> and there was a podcast when they <laughs> a lot of people talking about ago, that a lot yeah. of people talking about the one-to-one correlation of these things yeah. so but we've we definitely uh, very much appreciate your time all season in in being on the show oh absolutely i i just want to thank both of you for for doing this for us uh, throughout the season uh, i think it was a great way for us to connect with the community um for lake highlands to kind of learn a little bit more about our team about our players and uh, so, so thank you to you guys for doing this. I really do appreciate it. We appreciate it. Uh, and then most importantly, Lake Highlands, you know, fans, community, students, parents, like, thank you so much. Uh, you know, we talked, just talked about the kind of run we made in the third and fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of momentum and a, and a lot of energy from having such a great crowd. So um, just thank you for making the trip. We hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, and book your hotels for next year. There you go. Wow. All right. Thank you, Coach Repeat. Joe. Now we are going to bring on District 76A MVP. Oh, yeah? Who's that? State Championship Game MVP. Recently announced Dallas Morning News All-Area Boys Player of the Year. Dave Campbell's Texas Mr. Basketball. And first team, of course, All-State. That's Mr. Trey Johnson. Well, Welcome yeah. to the show, Trey. Hello, Trey. You're going to speak right into that microphone. you got to get so way up in that thing. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um, all right. We, we started every player with this question. So, GPA. I got like a 3-5, I think. 3-5. Okay. You and Jalen are tied. <laughs> You're bringing up the rear, though, because Q, Q had a 4. Warren had a 4. Uh, um, Samson, had, I thought, was a 3-5. I think this is a junior thing. This is it's No, Samson had a 3-5. Oh, oh, did he and Jalen had yeah, three? Okay. Yeah, but grades just came out. I mean, these are all, it's all fluid. Yeah. Um, how many years on varsity for you? Uh, this was my third year. Third year. Third year of playing basketball at Lake Highlands uh, High School, third year varsity. And um, so I guess that makes you pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. You have been um, so gracious to kids and you know, everybody on the team you know samson talked about it you know, hey you know these guys are showing up to games we're going to stay there and, and give them autographs so what i wanted to present to you <clears throat> was i autographed a picture of, of my old basketball stuff so you could take that with you when you when you go <laughs> thank you thank you that's worth a lot of money right there <laughs> i thought that you maybe you needed an autograph from me so that <laughs> 
you know, I didn't want to balance things out a little bit. That was bit. an even exchange, apparently. <laughs> it was pretty, it was. It was pretty good. All right, what is your dream school? Uh, I had a, I don't really got a dream school right now, but I had one growing up, and it was Kentucky. Okay. Just for the basketball. I mean, that's a blue blood history basketball program. Yeah, it was mainly because of basketball and because of somebody I looked up to, Tyrese Maxey, had went there, too. Okay. Yes, also a Texas Mr. Basketball. Very familiar with his game and very familiar with the Kentucky program. Uh, a lot of accolades there. Uh, you've been to Lexington. We know that a few weeks ago. How was it? It was good. I enjoyed the time there, spending the time with the teammates and then seeing their um, game plan walk through. It was just a good time overall. Did uh, Was Kaysen your uh, host when you were there just due to the relationship? Or Yeah, he was the host. Yeah, due to the relationship and us both from, being from Dallas. Yeah. Do you Boy, have a girlfriend? No. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. No. Oh. <laughs> well, we know you have a girlfriend. Um, the state championship. How did it feel before the game? And and I know the pat answer is, ah, oh, just another game, right? We play a bunch of big games. We're awesome. But were there some butterflies? Did you sort of feel like, oh, man, this is like this is the culmination of what we've tried to do all season? I don't feel like there was any butterflies. I feel like it was just a goal we had, and we had to come out and, like, do it. But I just felt it was like another regular two games. And I think all season, and we noted it a couple times on the podcast, um, your leadership, you and Jalen and Samson and Quentin really getting together, talking about it, being tough on each other, right, to some extent. Uh, but that's like that's what great teammates do. I mean, have you taken that on um, on yourself to say, look, I'm the leader of this team. I'm really going to talk to these guys and make sure that we're all striving for the same thing. Uh, yes, I have taken it upon myself where some of us miss plays when we get onto each other. I have my own mistakes, and they get onto me about it, and it's just the same way back and forth. Well, I got to ask you this. So you just uh, put yourself in the history books, uh, what, 10 days ago? And then you go straight from that to spring break, which is everybody's favorite holiday during the school year. How did you How did you uh, what about Christmas? enjoy the time? Well, spring break's a little more, I don't know. High schooly, high schooly, um, and and collegey. Um, so, how did you enjoy the, the week last week at your state champion? What did you do? I kind of just stayed home and relaxed during the day, and then sometimes I went out with my teammates a few a little bit. All right, fantastic. Because we know Joe took an all expenses paid trip to Palm Springs or something. No, it's Malibu. If I is that Malibu? That state championship bonus really kicked in. I think. Um, <clears throat> what? Okay, talk to me about the free throw routine. This was actually a, a conversation point in the stands all season. You never dribble it. You take it around the back, and you pretty much make every free throw. So how did you sort of come up with that routine? When did it start? Because uh, I've, I've literally, I don't think I've ever seen anyone not dribble the basketball on the free throw line. Uh, it kind of started this season. I feel like, I think, I don't know if I just started it the first game of the season I started it, but I think I dribbled the first few games of the season. But I was in the gym. And I was just missing free throws. Like, I was taking the dribbles, the regular routine, and I was just losing focus. And I just decided that I would step back, take a deep breath, and just don't dribble it. And by, when I step up to the lawn, just shoot it and don't think about it. And ever since then, I really, I really miss. Uh, I, we've noticed that. We've taken, <laughs> we've taken a, a, a bit of a keen interest in I that. I don't know. You missed, you missed two in the semifinals. So. Um, well, it was, he, was getting adjust, he was getting adjusted to playing basketball in a football stadium. <laughs> um, now – what do you, do you get upset if you hit the rim at, at all during a free throw? Because it's mad. That's I, it's very rare that that even happens. It's usually just a, a straight drop. 
I wouldn't say I get upset, but I don't like when I hit the rim because it's a chance of error if I hit the rim. Oh, my gosh. I love so it. Great. It's great. What was your free throw percentage this season? Do you know? 91, maybe. 91? I was telling uh, I was telling the DeSoto fan base because, you know, I had to get into it, like, within the first minute with those people. Um, and then I bowed out gracefully <laughs> that you shot 96% from the free throw line. And I was, and I had him convinced, oh, yeah, he, he, he probably does. I thought that was, I thought that was close, but yeah. it was a little high. But the good. Well, 91% high. will take it. All right. Let's talk this summer. Um, AAU basketball is beginning for you. Who are you playing with this summer? I'm playing with Houston Hoops. Houston Hoops. Who else is on that squad that we know? Uh, that we're friends with. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of people. No, just name drop for us. Yeah, name drop a few for us. Uh, Amir Ali. He's at Mon- uh, IMG right now. And then we got Justin Bags. He's plays. I don't know if they won TAPS. Or in Houston or not, but it was like the kind of the only few guys I know on the team. Okay, uh, how much basketball will you end up playing this summer? Like every weekend, once a month? Like what does that look like? Uh, it's, it's a it's quite a few games, but I don't think we're going to be attending all the tournaments, so it's not going to be too much. Okay, will you travel around a lot, or is it be mostly in Texas? Uh, no, we'll be traveling around a lot. Okay, very good. Go ahead. Well, so we're going to get to the recruiting part. Uh, of of this Q and A, are you enjoying it? Uh, yes, I am enjoying it. There's nothing about it. You're like, oh my goodness, if my phone doesn't stop blowing up, I'm gonna throw it out the window. Uh, no, it's not that part. It's just sometimes it'll be like repetitive questions, kind of the same questions. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, like, like we do on the like podcast. What, like what we do. <laughs> like what's your GPA? Um, so so during this process, you know, we had your dad on, um, you know four or five, six weeks ago, something like that. And he said that you've really enjoyed the recruiting process, and, and he has as well. And, of course, it helps that, you know, he's been through this kind of thing before, not, not quite to your level, but nonetheless offers a lot of guidance and wisdom. And he said that you uh, have enjoyed the process quite a bit. And what what about it do you think is um, – that stands out the most to you? Is it the program? Is it the environment at the school? Like what, what sort of things are you most drawn to, would you say? Uh, the coaching staff is one thing I look at, see how the coaches can, if they actually can coach. And then I look at like the like the relationship I got with the coaches, and then I look at like the other players that are actually going there, people I'm be playing with, see if there's like guys in my position already, or then I just look at the winning, if right. they're actually consistently winning, winning school, winning program. What are you going to work on the most this summer? I'm just going to work on my overall game, mainly my defense, ball handling. If I got to transition to a point guard role or position, just become better overall. So your brother, Eli, is very tall, uh, I've noticed. What's he, like 6'2 in the seventh grade? Somewhere off in there. <laughs> He's still his little brother. Let's don't let's don't pump well, yeah. too much sunshine. What are you what are you kind of teaching him from your experience going through, you know, not only development of, as a player, but kind of the recruiting things? I've been realizing lately that he's incredibly skilled, like very, very skilled in things he does. Like he be doing things that he don't even know he does and it's like very skilled and very shocking that I don't think I could do some some of those things that he's doing when I was in his grade. But he's got to realize that he has to actually work, and he's kind of lazy, very lazy. So if he gets, <laughs> yes, he, he gets shots, <laughs> he gets past that lazy part and actually works and fall in love with it, then he'll be very, very great. 
he did seem like <clears throat> he was um, not mopping the floor in the state championship as effectively as Tristan Hill was. So maybe that's part of the laziness. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Um, so. Okay. Right, we are going to do now our final full court press with Trey Johnson. Brendan. All right. Deep three. And we, when I say deep, I'm talking about just inside the line. You know what I'm talking about. A little uh, regional final action on that. Or the windmill dunk. What's your preference? Windmill dunk. Who is the best player that you've played against? Not not in this season, just in general. Um, I kind of found out this answer. I, w- I would say my dad, only person I have never. That's beaten me in a one-on-one that I haven't beaten. Shep. Back. You've yeah. never beat Shep in one-on-one? No. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. What do you do? What are you spotting him ten points? <laughs> nah, we just played only like once, and that was in fifth grade. Never, never again. I can see a I can once. see a good reason for dodging. That's why you like became good at basketball. You're like, okay, this is my only goal now is to beat my dad. <laughs> All right, you got to take him. You got to take him there then, and and take him in one on one. Yeah, we could set something up. We could get a live audience for that if Ooh, we yeah. wanted to. There you go. All right, uh, I'm just gonna throw a quick one in there. Orange or green? Green. <sighs> this the show's over. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> Mr. Morris and I are both uh, UT fans. So, um, who do you pattern your game after? Um, Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum are two guys I try to pattern it after. Two guys that are very efficient and effective. And I try to work on a little bit of change of pace, like Luca. Dominique Kirk said Kevin Durant's the best player he ever played against. So high praise. And he's a great, great player, obviously. Dominique, I think, maybe was the most excited for the state championship win. Uh, yeah, he was crazy, wasn't he? Did he celebrate more than you, Trey? Yeah, I think he did. He, I think he took the trophy like and just absconded with it for spring break and like got all of his buddies from A&M back together. I saw a picture of him and I don't know who, A.C. Law. <laughs> was he with AC Law? I don't know. Oh, that's a good. I don't know. That'd be excellent. All right, who do you have in the NCAA Final Four? Uh, I, I or know. who do you have winning? Just go with that. I got Texas or Alabama. Texas or Alabama? Very good. That's very chalky. I choose yes. That's not chalky. Texas is a two seed. That's chalky. God, you're such a gambling snob. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Trey, for being on. Trey, <sighs> thanks for giving the Lake Highlands community having a huge hand and something that they're always going to remember. I mean, uh, my kids can't stop talking about this enough, and that's saying something because kids get over that you're a kid, for God's sake. You get over things pretty quickly. It's like a 48-hour news cycle, and you're already on to the next thing. This doesn't seem to be washing out. This is a huge deal, and uh, I just want to Thank you for having such a, a enormous role in this, and um, what a special thing it's been. Frame that um, um, signature that I just gave you, because it will be worth something someday <laughs> when we're huge podcast stars. But yes, thank you very much, Trey. Thank you very much, Coach Joe. Thank you, guys, and thank you, audience listeners, for uh, a season that is... I don't know what else to say other than completely unforgettable. And as you all listen to this and that we delivered a state championship to Lake Highlands with our podcast, uh, we are happy to do any other podcast for money. The price of poker (laughs) just went up considerably. Uh, Please follow us, though, at Lake Hooplands on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, on YouTube. 
uh, reach out to me if you want to talk. Scott at Linesight2020.com. Brendan at Linesight2020.com. And we will talk to you next season. Go Cats. Yes, sir.